gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. I'm gonna show the whole world why I was the unscripted, uncensored, loose cannon of commentary. I'm back, baby. Broadcasting from Manchester in the United Kingdom, this is the Aaron Meta Show. Anything that you can think of, somebody in the world is turned on by that. So okay. therefore, that makes the genre. Okay. Um, scarves. Somebody could be turned on by Preston North End football scarves. So they've got to make a porn about hey, football scarves. Hey, football scarf out of this, man. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, the point I'm trying to make is an, anything that you think somebody could find kinky or, or, or horny or turn them on, there are at least some people in the world who find that attractive and erotic and therefore there's a genre report you know there's one there's one fetish i don't understand and that's feet i, I don't i don't understand feet you, like, you, you shouldn't even try and understand people's kinks mate people's kinks stem from things way back i mean like you know it's like you could probably like understand like things like maybe like butter because obviously butter you could probably understand but, uh, explain that to me aaron mate uh, i'm dying to hear your theory on this one well i mean well the theory of butter would be like you know it's um it's Slippery, isn't it? So it's, like, it's kind of like. You but know, why use that as opposed to uh, uh, a water-based KY jelly? Why why butter? Because it's more natural, well, and that makes people think of good old farm girls. Same reason you that. probably same reason you probably use like you know chocolate sauce or something like that. You know, it's like you know it's uh, <laughs> you're pleasuring someone and getting a treat at the same time. There so you it's go. Like, yeah, everybody yeah. wins. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet and <laughs> sweet and salty together. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, this is a uh, Mario Kart has now gone VR. Ooh. Oh wow. And take a look at this. So, um, he's wearing a like one of those HTC Vives, and uh, I don't know. Like, I, here's the thing about this. Um, I, I've you know people have been asking me, am I have, have I gone on top of the VR craze? And I've not yet, as of really, because uh, I'm waiting for kind of like the uh, you know the Oculus Rift. I'm waiting for mm-hmm. that to kind of uh, come come down in price a little bit to, uh, and then also get some more games for it as well, which I think I probably would uh, spend a lot of my time, you know, putting my helmet on. But uh, I mean, the Vive as well. I mean, I've had a kind of a bad experience with HTC products, so it's kind of made me not want to kind of like splash out like 800 pounds like on a on a on a Vive helmet, pretty much when they first came out. So, uh, but uh, you know, if they keep doing stuff like this, I think I'd be pretty happy with it. So uh, maybe one day. Yes, yeah, so I've I've done VR a couple of times at an arcade. And um, it was like a shooting robots kind of game, and it really is amazing. I love it. Mm-hmm. But like you say, it's just not terribly affordable at the moment, is it? It's not mainstream enough. I think uh, if you look, if you the way we're playing games right now, me, I'm playing my Nintendo Switch, and that's not VR. So it's like, oh. I mean, I'm sure somewhere down the line, Nintendo's going to come up with like you know, like a, a cardboard headset you can you know put the put the switch into I the, guess. the the Super Virtual Boy. Yeah, the Super Virtual Boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's going to be. Uh, uh, mind you, it will make the Nintendo Switch pretty much, um, uh, you know, the the master console, wouldn't it? It's like it's uh, got all your Nintendo games, got all your Super Nintendo games, and you've got your Nintendo 64 games soon, somewhere down the line. And then all of a sudden, it's all, uh, co- you know, the Nintendo Switch, you'll be able to put it over your eyes, and there you go, it's your Virtual Boy as well. Like, you mm-hmm. know, it, it stretches all but places. But still, none of the game systems are backwards compatible with old games, though, are they? No, they're not. They're so, so annoying, that. Yeah. Just like it if you could play all your PlayStation games on your PS4. Yeah, that, it would actually justify you getting it as well because uh, not only are you playing your new games, you're playing your old games as well. That's the great thing about That's backward I mean. compatibility. Yeah, exactly. You can play all your old PS2 games that you loved from back in the day, but no, you can't. You've got to keep your PS2. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
What do you think of the uh, the fact that he's actually you know I don't you can't actually put like a real cart in your house, can you? To just to play Mario Kart. So let's have a let's have a closer look at that. That is a weird thing there, really, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So uh, well, I'll put it up on the I'll try and put it up on the main screen if it'll uh, if it'll let me. But yeah, this is basically what I'm it is. I'm shitting racing games anyway. Yeah, and so uh, it's uh, basically it's just Matt. I don't think what the, is this like a particular version of Mario Kart? I can't think. I don't know if it's uh, it's, it's a lot I don't know. I don't think it looks like it. It doesn't look like it. Apparently, it's been made by Bam, by uh, Bandai and Namco. So, mm. uh, and it's been made in conjunction They've been doing with a lot Nintendo. of stuff for Nintendo lately. Oh, cool. Uh, that guy's got the hammer from Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty interesting to see how that... Oh, and also, it's, it's, got the, it's got some aspects of Mario Kart 8 in it as well. Mm. Which is pretty cool. And, uh, oh, yeah. Did you hear on Mario Kart 8 now? They've, uh, they've now done the Zelda Breath of the Wild skin for uh, Link, and now he's got a motorbike. I've heard so, about that. Yeah, yeah I'm going to download the update about it from it and some see what it's like. So, uh, cool. it's only available at arcade in Shinjuku, Japan. Right, yeah. yeah. So we, we don't. But, we're not going to see it anytime soon then. Well, I'm, I'm sure when comic conventions start rolling around, I'm sure they'll probably start putting it on tour and stuff. So uh, maybe there'll be a chance to play it there, I guess. So, uh, but hey, that's uh, Arca arcade club in Berry that I've told you about, Aaron. The big massive arcade. I bet they'll get it. Yeah, they're probably. If it ever comes out. Oh well, they're, yeah, if they're. Imagine it'd probably be pretty costly if they did, so they, they need to get a they've lot of people to play of, it. They've got loads of Japanese. They've got loads of Japanese games there that you can't really get anywhere else. Yeah, like a lot of the sen sensory type ones, you know, like the tap to the music kind of ones. Mm. Got quite quite a lot of those. Yeah, well, I'm the sure weird Japanese arcade games, really weird. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure we'll find out soon enough when uh, when we're going to see it. Okay, uh, next video. Uh, we're moving into kind of the technology side of it at the minute, so uh, we'll keep going through these. Oh, hello. This is a goldfish that's uh, linked to sensors uh, on a cart, and so he just needs to touch the touch the uh, like the sides of his bowl, and like he can um, he can move around. <laughs> and it's playing to the Evangelion theme song. Yeah, I don't know what the relevancy of that is. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's uh, it's cool. It's still not free though. Like you know, you probably have more fun in the ocean than I think you probably would be in a in a in a bowl. On a bunch of wheels. Mm. Okay. It looks like a, well, it. looks like least, one of those. Yeah, it looks like one of those. You know those. Uh, remember at school when you had like a, one of those like a projectors and like they put like the slide over it and it like yes. projected on the screen. It looks like one of them. Yeah, yeah, over like an over a projector thing. One of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what, it, that's what it looks like. So I'll give it a closer view of it. It looks like. What are they? What are they illustrating with this? That like what they can weaponize goldfish. What? Uh, I don't know. I guess it's so that goldfish can go wherever they want, but they only have five second memory, <laughs> so they don't even know where they've been. So like within. Uh, uh, so hang on a second. Let's just count. Let's just count this video. So, uh, one, two, three, four. Five. It doesn't remember where it is now. One, two, <laughs> three, four, five. And it's forgotten again. And one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, it, like it's just it'll just be wandering around aimlessly. Well, goldfish <laughs> are barely, barely sentient anyway. You know what I mean? The fucking idiots. Yeah, <laughs> That's is. why they're goldfish. Teen Titans Go to the Movies is eighty-nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Yeah, and about last week it was a hundred percent. Well, that was because there was like nineteen reviewers. Like, yeah, to be fair, fair this is a better. I, I guess this is a better sample because now there's like fifty-seven reviewers, and at least six of them are rotten. So mm -hmm. uh, at least there's you know at least somebody uh, hates this shit. And uh, but mind you, let, let's. I guess we should probably give credit to where it's due. 
I guess, and say that, uh, look, um, me and Patricia and even, you know, the mysterious Mr. Renter and, like, pretty much a whole raft of, of podcasters and reviewers and everything like that have access to grind in regards to Teen Titans Go and the, basically what it's basically done to Cartoon Network, one of our most beloved, uh, you know, ch- ch- uh, animation channels. Uh, back from back in the nineties, and uh, so we, we sort of uh, the, we have our reasons to kind of not like this, and uh, you know we're entitled to that view. If uh, you know if we if we don't like it, we don't like it. I mean, if you if you're if you hate that, then you know we you know, that's your problem, not ours. But uh, I mean, at least you can say. I mean, keep this in mind. Teen Titans Go, the show itself. I could probably only recommend one episode to say that was actually good, and that was the crossover with the Powerpuff Girls. Mm. Only one episode out of the entire lot, and uh, it's just it, it's it's uh, animosity towards you know p- the internet and its animosity towards its own fans. I think uh, it, it just it it, 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 prefer- it made itself look like it was actually bigger than it actually was, and uh, I, it makes me wonder if actually anyone will actually remember Teen Titans Go. It was at that point, at least before this movie, it made me wonder if people actually would remember what Teen Titans Go even was, you know, 10, 20 years down the line, given that we're now quite separated from the, the 80s and the 90s and all the shows that we used to watch. And uh, mm, I, I, mean, I mean, possibly. I, I think that um, maybe for a new generation of kids, they may remember it, but I think they'll remember it vaguely when the hype dies down. Because even though, like I said before, I've never seen... Teen Titans Go, except for maybe like in the background when I was in Orlando. Though I I do hate what it actually is doing to Cartoon Network, in which is just stealing time slots for more deserving cartoons. Like, you know, shows like OKKO and uh, Craig of the Creek have been pretty much just been overshadowed. And uh, programs such as, you know, Steven Universe has been on hiatuses so they can be able to create like you know, tons of episodes so they can be able to, like, release them in, like, one shot. Adventure Time, which is on its last season, barely got any recognition amongst, like, you know, the advertisement and the commercials. So, yeah, it's just really sad about the state of it. And every, you know, superhero cartoon is trying to be, like, Teen Titans Go. And the ones that are not, like, Justice League Action, are just pretty much forgotten. I know, it's just, uh, but here's where I, you know, concede that uh, it looks like here, and, you know, we've not seen this, we've not seen box office data, we've not seen anything else at all, the only thing we've got basically is the reviews and the reception it's got from fans. Maybe it's finally, they finally pulled through and actually produced something good out of this shit. Yeah, um, if you actually want to know about, you know, from somebody who has seen it, um, my friends Nero and Y-Boy from Toon Grin have actually done uh, a Watch and Stuff episode where they did see Teen Titans Go and, and they discussed about their thoughts on it. So, yeah, I highly recommend that you check those guys out. Yeah, I think I would do too because, uh, I mean, uh, it's going to be very unlikely that me and me and Patricia are going to be doing a review of Teen Titans Go to the movies. No, we're not. Yeah. I- I'm not, I-, I mean, unless I'm required to, for some reason, I'm not going to watch uh, like over 100 episodes and then watch the movie just for the well, sake of Well, like, I would go on Jamboriki's point and I would basically say, look, uh, the movie should stand on its own. So I would probably, I would probably glance at it if, um, if all I'm going to basically see is this movie and nothing else, and then, mm-hmm. and then I can make a judgment call on whether it's like, oh hey, this film stands on its own and it's actually pretty good and the jokes are funny and things like that. Fair dues, 
But okay. uh, I mean, keep this in mind, everybody. We we again had a reason to think that this was going to be bad, because uh, the, the the show itself is not that good. So it's like, yeah, why, I mean, why would any heard. why would anybody think that this would be? I mean, this is actually quite surprising and a very pleasant surprise, may I say, as well. Just to clarify, you know, I don't like things. I don't want things to fail. You know, it's like I I don't want things to basically. I don't want things to be shit. I, or anything like that. I actually do want things to succeed, and when they succeed, I'm really happy for this. And so, for this to succeed, and uh, for people to like it, you know, I'm happy for for everybody involved, everything like that. Because finally, you know, it's. Uh, do you remember that episode of the Angry Video Game Nerd when he finally finds a good LGN game, which isn't shit? Yeah. Yeah, remember that. It's kind of like the, that situation. They finally made a, a. They finally made something Teen Titans Go related, which is not a steaming pile of goat shit. <laughs> like you know, they they finally they finally pulled through. They finally did it. Like yeah. you know, it's um it's the gold at the end of the rainbow. Okay, maybe it's not gold. It's silver, bronze, you know, or something like that. But you know, it's uh they finally did something that uh, a lot of people like, like. Look at the critic consensus. Teen Titans goes to the movies distills the enduring appeal of its colorful characters into a charmingly lighthearted adventure. Those wacky humor fuels infectious fans and belies on surprising levels of intelligence. Teen Titans go to the. Are we talking? Are we in the same universe? Uh, I I don't know. I I mean, I have no idea what what universe we're at. Yeah, but uh, you know, um, well, mind you, the average rating of uh, the audience right now is still three point seven out of five. But you know, it's like, and that's out of like a thousand viewers. So right now, but uh, you know, hey, Teen Titans go. They did it. Congratulations, and uh, let's just hope that if you do anything more Teen Titans Go related, make it. Yeah, use that now as the as the measuring stick for everything that you do, and go beyond. Jim, I just wanted to follow up on uh, on Sarah's question from NPR. She asked you about Ivanka Trump's statement that the press is not the enemy of the people, and she asked you whether or not the press is the enemy of the people. You read off a laundry list of your concerns about the press and, and things that you feel like are misreported, but you did not say that the press is not the enemy of the people. So this guy is Jim Acosta, I think. He's from CNN. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Yeah, I, I, I've heard of him. Yeah. I, I think it would be a good thing if you were to say right here uh, at this briefing that the press, the people who are gathered in this room right now, uh, doing their jobs every day, asking questions of officials like the ones you brought forward earlier, are not the enemy of the people. I, I, I think we we deserve that. I think the president has made his position known. I also think it's ironic. I'm, I'm trying to answer your question. Okay. Well, I, I politely waited, and I even called on you, despite the fact that you interrupted me while calling on your colleague. Well, I said it's ironic. You know you hate Sarah Sanders as press secretary. She sounds so spiteful. Like, you know, it's just like, uh, and, and I guess she's, uh, you know, gone, gone through, well, mind you, she, she somewhat deserves it in a way, because, you know, she's representing this guy who, uh, yeah. you know, who, lo- who locks, you know, immigrant children away in cages and uh, is building a massive wall across Mexico and uh, is basically falling out falling out, and uh, with pretty much all his allies and uh, is cozying up with uh, people like Kim Jong-un and, uh, you know, it's probably soon to be, soon later, probably the Ayatollah of Iran. Like, yeah, you know. and and let's not forget about Putin. Oh, and Putin as well. Yeah, like uh, like the you know this woman thinks that she deserves some slack, you know, for in in the position that she's in. No, sweetheart, you don't. You don't deserve any slack whatsoever. You're you're a part of this, 
and uh, no one's going to give you any slack over this. Which is why I interrupted. I'm trying. But if you, if you finish, if you would not mind letting me have a follow-up, that would be fine. But it's ironic, Jim, uh, that not only you and the media attack the president for his rhetoric uh, when they frequently lower the level of conversation in this country. Repeatedly, repeatedly, the media resorts to personal attacks without any content other than to incite anger. Uh, the media has attacked me personally on a number of occasions, including your own network, said I should be harassed as a life sentence, that I should be choked. ICE officials are not welcomed in their... Okay, well, I don't know where about... I mean, someone's got to point out to me where they, the media said that she should be choked. I mean, I don't know about that, but... Uh, I mean, they did report They did report on that story where she was, like, um, thrown out of a restaurant in... Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that, too. Yeah, they remember that, but uh, I don't remember anyone anyone in the media saying that she, she deserved to be choked. And if they did, then that's horrendous, but uh, I don't remember that coming out. I'll be interested to see where that came from. Yeah, anybody who's listening, please send us a, a link to the article or to the video, yeah. and maybe we'll talk about it next week. And we'll play it on the show, and uh, so say, oh, hey, here it is. But you know, it's like, you, you can't trust anything that comes out of a mouth. You know, you know, if I, if the Arrowmeta show right was given, if the White House called us up and said, "Oh, hey, we're going to give you press credentials to uh, go to a White House briefing to send a correspondent down there," I wouldn't even entertain that. You know, like uh, I'm not going to sit somebody in front of uh, fucking Sarah Sanders to uh, you know basically you know lie her face off and um, you know just. Uh, Constantly just, just waffle on about you know right wing talking points, which uh, and just keep constantly defending an indefensible president. Childproofing is a myth. Yep. Okay, I'm um, I'm actually intrigued. <laughs> so this is a kid who's uh, managed to pull down a fence. Wow. This is a kid who's managed to hack into a door. <laughs> <laughs> He's used a knife to like mind you. Why did the kid get the knife in the first place? I'd be worried if he got that. <laughs> Are you gonna show mommy? Show me how'd you do it. Okay, so there's a kid who's uh, pulling down a. Uh, oh, he's pu pulling off like the part of the frame, and then getting into the into the unlocked door by doing that. So, oh, this is like one of those, you know, those uh, drawers that you pull to get the garbage out. Yeah, like, yeah, It's got yeah, like one of those things that uh, stops like a child's safety release, that stops it from opening up. But as you can see here, the kid is just gonna pull the knob. And is able what? to just pull it out child with no proof, problem. Child proof. Hmm. I'll just push the button right here. And voila! <laughs> That's right. Child proof wow. my button. Yeah, it's just, uh, they, they're getting clever now, these kids. They, mind you, they learn from their parents. So, of course, they're going to look at what they, their parents are doing to get into there, and they're just going to, like, push the buttons and things like that and do all the, like, all the crazy stuff to get into it. And I yeah, could just pull that right spin. off. Like this is this is amazing. This kid is able to go. Oh, I see. So uh, there's like um, doors, like at the bottom of these gates, for like dogs to and like cats to go through and stuff. Mm -hmm. And this kid knows how to get through that because he's probably seen the animal do it. Mhm. Mm there you go. This is the same one again for this uh, garbage it's thing. Oh. And this kid is uh, crawling under the um, the yeah. childproof. Um, uh, Just pushing the door. floor underneath, <laughs> unable to get out. What are you doing in there? That was fun. Uh, what? This kid's yeah, just. That was fun. Um, Let's see. 
spinning. Okay. <laughs> With what? Did you open the door? Yes, with this. With the hairpin? Yes. So she op this kid opened so the door with a hairpin. Yep. This is like MacGyver crap. Yeah. I think yeah, I think it's probably gonna be pretty samey at this point, but yeah. These kids' safety devices don't work pretty much. Okay. Alright, it's uh, Pikachu versus whatever this thing is. It's an Eevee. Eevee, okay. We just talked about it in the, in the Nintendo Switch announcements. What are you talking about? Oh. Alright then. <laughs> this is so adorable. This is lame. Okay, well, let's just. Uh... Is it this one? Yeah, okay, there we go. So, um, yeah, this is just. Uh... Yeah. Is this what the game is like? No, of course not. It's just, I guess this is like a Japanese commercial for like, you know, Pikachu versus Eevee, so I wouldn't be surprised. So, okay. yeah. Yo, you crazy Japanese people. Mind you, there, there was um, an army of these uh, Pikachu costumes, you know, going around events and things like that, so... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess they're trying to repurpose them as much as they can. Sure. So it must be pretty impressive to do that in a whole suit That'd of. Be difficult, that. That would be difficult, actually. Yeah, Mind you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mind you, the uh, the rope's not doing that quickly, is it? So. Uh... I'd like to see you try it, Aaron. Uh, um, I'd like to see you try it, mate. I don't skip any in the past. <laughs> okay, so. Yep. Yeah. Well. Lame. <laughs> see, it's not easy. Okay. Oh, I get. You know, it just kind of it, it. It really sucks that you know they're trying to portray Eevee as like the inferior Pokemon because there's a lot of people out there who think that Pikachu is so overrated that hey, you know what? I want to you know actually have an Eevee because there's possible you know evolutions that you can have with Eevee as opposed to a Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, uh, okay. So I guess it's just. Uh... Oh, I see. So it's just a compilation of all of these uh... commercials. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, well, this is getting violent. Oh, yes. Now we're getting to the good stuff. Oh, they're going to kill each other with pool noodles. Yes. <laughs> oh, what, what are they wearing on their heads? Oh, I get it. You're supposed to knock them down. You're supposed to knock it down. And if you knock it down, it you're, you lost. So, there you go. And he popped it. Okay. And instant fail. I don't know what the Japanese rising is saying, so uh, yeah, you have to. It's probably just mind. like prom like a, it's just probably promoting, you know, you know, Pokemon Let's Go, you know, Pikachu and Eevee. Yeah. Like, you ever seen them? Uh, you ever seen them commercials where it's like you know uh, Ariel like be compared to like you know a regular you know a regular brand, if you will, of like how clean it is. I guess this is the uh, a Pokemon equivalent of that, like uh, you know. Why would you want Eevee when you can have Pikachu, you know? Like, right, yeah, oh yeah. Store's yeah. own brand. Okay, I don't know what this task involves. Uh That's, uh, you know, it's a flag game. Very common in, like, Japan. It's like, oh, you know, lift this flag, lift this flag. You know, okay. that kind of thing. So, oh, I see. Follow, yeah. Follow the sequence. Yeah, yeah, follow the sequence, right. Okay. So, uh, right, so this involves... Um, 
I think it's baseball. Bats, yeah, some kind of. Oh, oh they the one where you stick your head on top of it. And yeah, run well, around, and yeah, yeah, dizzy. yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I remember watching uh, back in '96. I was in America, and uh, there was a local television station, and they're actually showing like little league baseball, and, like, uh, but they were playing against their uh, uh, things, if you will, and their 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 coaches. And so the coaches would, like spin around on the bat, and then they would have to hit the ball. Afterwards. Mate, it's horrible at kickboxing. The, there's a Russian trainer uh, mm -hmm. called Magomed. Yeah. Who, who trains us? And part of the training that he does is he makes you put your, your boxing gloves on your chin, look up at the ceiling, yeah. and then spin round for like thirty seconds. Oh, and then he goes five, four, three, two, one, and and as soon as you come out of the spinning, he wants you to shadow box straight away. <laughs> so you spin, 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 and then you come back round, and you've got to start throwing jabs and kicks. But every time, I nearly fall over. Oh, every yeah. single time, it's so. I think, I think the idea is it's trying to replicate what it would be like to get hit. Yeah. It's good, so it's you're disorientated? Just, yeah. You're disorientated. And also, I hate well, it. I hate it so well, I mean, much. Like, it, it prepares you. For, I can understand why they do it because it kind of prepares you for like when you're going into like like round five or round six or something like that. Like when you've taken a significant amount of punishment and you still need to keep going. That's you know? the that's it. That's the idea. It's supposed to replicate yeah. being being tagged basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> What's this now? So this is a step counter, I guess. It's yeah. Just, yeah. Are you supposed to attach it to your ear? Like yeah. Uh, I mean, they can't attach it to like you know their their stomach, which is where you're supposed to put it because you're you're trying to test on your leg. Mm -hmm. But don't really know what. Okay, well we missed all of that, so we don't really know what happened there. But uh... how bizarre. Okay, so uh... oh, I see. They're gonna jump over those things. And I bet you, Evie's <laughs> gonna do it like it. I like that little tiny. Um... Little tiny hurdles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, actually, I wonder who's gonna win. Could it be? Pikachu, by any chance? <coughs> well, he's doing that on purpose. On purpose. Oh, what a surprise! Pikachu won again. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, at least he's not. At least he's being modest about it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. Sumo. Oh well, yeah. Well, wrestling, got... yes. Meanwhile now in we... Japan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Meanwhile in Japan, we have two pocket creatures who are fighting each other in a park. More news at eleven. Yeah. <laughs> so, mind you, I bet you if we did this, I bet you here in Britain, uh, people probably people in Japan are gonna laugh at some of the stuff we do. Like, uh, like, um, I remember when, uh, you know, Mr. Blobby recently made a, a reappearance. Really? Yeah, he did on, uh, I can't remember what, it was that show that uh, Jimmy Carr's currently hosting at the minute. I can't remember what it was called. Right. But, uh, yeah, uh, they brought him back out. Mind you, they gave him, like, a high squeaky voice, which was not the voice that Mr. Blobby, Blobby had. Blobby. Yeah, he was like, Blobby, 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 and he's like, Blobby, 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 Blobby. He's like, why That's was wrong. he? That's wrong. Yeah, totally wrong. Like, uh, so, uh, yeah. Change it. So, Jimmy Carr was a bit of a fail there, unfortunately, because <laughs> he didn't uh, get the voice right, but whatever. So what's this one now? Um, we can't read the writing, so we don't know what's going on. So all we know is that uh, Pikachu and Eevee are. Oh, it's long jump. Oh, oh it's yeah. the long it's jump. Okay. Long jump. Twenty-one centimeters. So. Uh, do, you he... do you reckon they'll do the pole vault? Oh. Do you reckon they'll do a pole vault? Uh, oh my god! That... <laughs> Imagine they did UFC. <laughs> <laughs> don't think that's an Olympic zero. Oh, of course. Is this basically just the? It's basically just Pikachu basically saying, "Oh, I'm I'm better than this thing." You know, and it, it kind of sucks because what about all the Eevee uh, fans? You know, it's like, oh, you know, Pikachu is just give, you know hogging all the glory. Yeah, and on top of that as well, like you know, here's uh, here's all these Pikachu's all you know 
proving that uh, EVs can't do all this stuff. It's like, you know, uh, <laughs> that one race is more superior than the other. Oh, own gold. Okay, then own he uh. Home gold. So it was a goal. Hmm. Okay. Now he's got one. Alright then, well, I guess they're not as useless as I thought they were. So, uh. Okay, that's that. Good at football. Okay, I think that's all of them, I think. Yeah, that's all of them. So, okay. uh. Well, it was enough to break VLC. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us for this uh, tribute show, and uh, I'd like to end with this uh, poem that I found, and I thought it'd be uh, appropriate to end with it, and so it is uh, uh, called Safe Harbour by uh, Jennifer Hickok. The storm has been raging for so long now, pouring rain, crashing thunder, howling wind, beating down on this lonely ship, searching for a place to call home. There was a time, it seems, so long ago, the sun shone brightly in the clear blue sky. Looking up from the bow into forever, a gentle breeze, cotton candy clouds. But the storm slowly moved in. A few scattered showers and thunderstorms. Days of downpour, flashes of lightning, with shelter so hard to find. Rainbows still shone, beacons of hope, in the likeliest places. Vibrant against the backdrop of grey, a glimpse at the best of times. As the year passed by, the storms changed, getting worse, getting better and fading away. But they left their mark. A vessel is changed forever when touched that way. And although you can rebuild, the damage has been done. Horrible storms have been forecast for not uh, for the not so distant future but they wouldn't hit this ship not again no more damage will be done the ship will be protected now no more tossed about no longer safe in the harbor forever to call home <laughs>